the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Stick a fork in Liz. Well, I hope you enjoyed Elizabeth Warren's courageous run for the presidency. The latest polls show that her numbers are headed right down the toilet. But Elizabeth will cheer up when she hears about this. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yep, Betty Warren gets the award this week. She might have gotten it just for what she said or what she had leaked to CNN before the debate when she said that about a year ago, Bernie Sanders told her that a woman couldn't be elected president of the United States. Bernie's insane, that's obvious, but it's hard to believe that he'd be crazy enough to say that to her even if he believed it. What he should have told Elizabeth is that she can't be elected president of the United States. She can't. Because he would have been right about that. It's not going to happen. But Elizabeth clinched the award when she came across the stage after the debate, refused to shake Bernie's hand, and then said this. I think you called me a liar on national TV. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it. I don't want to get in the middle, I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Yeah, great moment. Though most of the jerks in the media, of course, supported Betty on that one, but there were too many of them to pick from for Jerk of the Week. So Elizabeth Warren, who will never be president of the United States, can always say she was the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, would it be sacrilegious to call the Pope the Jerk of the Week? Um, I don't know. I'm probably not going to do that, but he might qualify for it. We'll tell you why when we come back after this break. A story about the Pope who's calling together a conference of economic experts who are going to trash capitalism. Stick around. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. I'm Andy Solomon. T-Mobile has launched the country's first and only nationwide 5G network covering more than 5,000 cities and towns all across the country. Here's Senior Vice President of Network Engineering and Development, Mark McDermott. This launch immediately catapults T-Mobile into position as the country's biggest 5G network, covering more than 1 million square miles beyond the big cities to the small towns, and that's just the start. And now available are two new 5G Superphones that can access nationwide 5G. The exclusive OnePlus 7T Pro 5G McLaren and the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 Plus 5G. And we'll be able to supercharge the 5G network with more speed and capacity if the pending merger with Sprint closes. This holiday season, get a great deal on a 5G phone at T-Mobile. 
For more information, visit T-Mobile.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the air Area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. Windows R Us Pittsburgh. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all-natural Cola Gel, newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all-natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides and naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy-rich compounds. Jellyfish collagen is a nutritive form that promotes optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive memory. Receive your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. That's longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. K-O-L-L-A-J-E-L-L. Get your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz promo code COLAGEL. Eliminate brain fog and lack of energy with COLAGEL at longevitybynature.biz. That's longevitybynature.biz. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer is the Pope Catholic. Well, obviously he is, but the better question might be, is the Pope a Marxist? And if so, does it matter? Jules Gomez thinks it does. He's the Vatican correspondent for a website called churchmilitant.com. And he wrote a story about an economic conference called by the Pope and it sure likes, looks like the purpose of this thing is to trash capitalism. Jules joins us now. Jules, thanks for being here. Well, it's great to be on your show this evening, John. Now, uh, i got to ask you, after reading this story, is uh, the, the first question that came to my mind was, is the Pope a Marxist? Well, that is a very good question. Uh, my initial response to that almost immediately would be yes because he's grown up in an, atmo- an, an at- atmosphere and in a period where liberation theology absolutely saturated Latin America. However, there are scholars who have studied the Pope very carefully, and they have come to the conclusion that he's more a Peronist rather than a Marxist. And in their definition of Peronism, It's somebody who is a Marxist one day and a capitalist the other, depending on which way the wind is blowing. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. That that doesn't work too well. Um, No, no, it doesn't. Absolutely. He he calls, according to your piece at thechurchmilitant.com, he he calls capitalism the dung of the devil. That's not going to make him too popular over here in the United States. No, that is a very strong term, and uh, the Pope has repeatedly attacked Americans. Now, the irony here, of course, is that he calls it the dung of the devil, but he loves dung when it comes in the form of American dollars. And uh, he should know that it has been American money, a money that is the fruit of good old capitalism, that has been supporting the Vatican for decades now. And the moment Americans stop giving money to Peter's Pence and to the Vatican, and many Americans are, you know, zipping up their purses and closing their wallets, uh, he's going to realize uh, he's simply been talking out of turn. Now, um, the reason I I have you here is because I saw the story at churchmilitant.com uh, there, the Pope Francis is convening an international summit of young economists. Um, is that a very popish thing to do? It doesn't seem like it to me. 
I mean, they well, can't, it, 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 it's it's the very. Disip- I, I mean, he has been convening uh, summits and conferences and symposia on matters, and he's been pontificating, quite an appropriate term in this context, on matters that he's really not qualified to, you know, like climate change and the economy. Yes, uh, as my article says, uh, quoting The Economist, he has every right to speak authoritatively on ethical matters, but leave the more academic issues of the debate to scholars and then let them handle it. And in this case, of course, the scholars would be economists. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, of celebrities, uh, movie stars. And uh, over here in America, we have a lot of them who uh, obviously m- m- the great majority of whom lean left and uh, are supporting socialist candidates. Um, it reminds me of someone who thinks that they... Uh, should speak about matters not relating to their expertise because they're famous, and it's kind of strange because I mean, uh, for it's like uh, it's it's like a uh, uh, people will say when a when a, a famous singer is expounding on uh, politics or economics, they'll say shut up and sing. Uh, I mean, is the Pope treading on territory where people are going to start saying shut up and pray? Well, uh, precisely. And what the Pope has in common with all these Hollywood celebrities is they share a common religion, and that is the religion of cultural Marxism, also known as social justice. And it's imperative for these acolytes, in some cases high priests of cultural Marxism, to stand and recite their creed in public, I believe that the poor, you know, should have this. Never mind if if I stash millions of dollars in my own account. Or I believe we should, uh, you know, be uh, we should give up traveling by car. Never mind if I'm jetting all over the world in my private jet. So, 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 so this is a kind of mantra that uh, uh, the, these these progressives have to articulate every time they take a stand in public, because it's their religion, and 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 they've got to pay uh, obeisance, public obeisance to their religion, and that's what the Pope is doing. Sadly, we're talking to Jules Gomez. He's the uh, Rome correspondent for ChurchMilitant.com. I know you're talking to us from overseas. Where are you right now, Jules? Well, uh, I'm on the Isle of Man, which is a tiny island between England and Ireland, and we're moving to Rome in another 10 days. Oh, okay, you're going to be over there. So this uh, this um, symposium or um, whatever it is that they're doing over there, the economic uh, meeting, um, it, it, it starts in March. Who's invited and who's doing the teaching? Well, the brainchild behind it is uh, is an economist called Luigino Bruni. Now, a lot of what Bruni says is quite sound because he talks about the ethical aspects of economics. He talk he uh, he has a point when he rails against unbridled, rapacious forms of capitalism. But then he, like most of these people. Uh, turns out to be a redistributionist, uh, not really under, uh, understanding the implications of redistribution of wealth, and uh, not, not really understanding that, I mean, obviously he understands, but he, he, he's not addressing the fact that uh, capitalism, like the social justice warriors want us to believe, is not a zero-sum game. And that is why, of course, it's lifted millions of people in the last 20 or 30 years out of poverty. Yeah. And, uh, uh, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I, I wanted to ask you just, um, I, I wasn't familiar with churchmilitant.com until just a few hours ago when I saw this story. Um, what should Catholics make of your website? And what is the, what, what is your, I guess, the mission of churchmilitant.com? Churchmilitant.com is a faithful, traditionalist, Catholic media company. We are one of the top five Catholic media companies in the world, uh, started by Michael Voris, a four-time Emmy Award winner. 
and we are passionate about the teaching of the Catholic Church over the last 2,000 years. Now, we are not very happy with Pope Francis because instead of, uh, you know, uh, preaching Catholic doctrine and theology, uh, uh, addressing the very serious problems that the Catholic Church is facing at the moment, like, uh, you know, the, the homosexual and child abuse scandals, uh, the uh, depletion of Catholics in the pews, uh, Catholics not being catechized properly in their own faith. Uh, he has turned to a very secular agenda. So uh, church militant is calling Catholics back to the faith that was once handed down to us. Okay, uh, it all makes sense then that you're, you're not looking upon this economic conference as uh, something that uh, the Pope should be involved in or that you agree with, I'm guessing. No, we don't agree with that at all. And uh, uh, look at the kind of people he's invited, Jeffrey Sachs. Yeah, I wanted to get to him. uh, Yeah. Absolutely. And and he's been buddy-buddy with Jeffrey Sachs, who's turned up at almost all of these, you know, uh, major gab fests in the Vatican. And Jeffrey Sachs is one of the prime promoters of abortion and population control in the world. What is he doing at at a summit organized by Pope Francis. Uh, Jeffrey Sachs, from your story here, director of Columbia's Center for Sustainable Development and uh, the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network. That's a scary thing just in itself. Uh, Sachs has called President Donald Trump mentally disordered, megalomaniacal, paranoid, and psychopathic. But this is what he also said. Now, you just pointed out that he's. this is who the Pope is bringing in to speak to these young economists. He is quoted, and you, you quote uh, from his book, abortion is, a quote, a lower risk and owner, a lower cost option than having unwanted children born into the world. Um, you would, uh, I would think that the Pope wouldn't want anybody within 10 blocks of his, whatever he's doing, who has any interest whatsoever in abortion for any reason whatsoever. Why would that guy be there? Well, in fact, the Pope should be denouncing him and calling him out from the rooftops. But this is why a number of academics are calling the Pope a Peronist. Uh, He he is all things to all people, and he's got very few core principles on which he's absolutely rock solid. But is he speaking... I know he's the Pope, and having grown up Catholic, I know what ex-cathedra means, which is that he's infallible when speaking of... Um, I, you know, theology and uh, dealing with issues with the church, but he's not infallible when it comes to economics. And um, it's just, I don't see how he thinks this is doing himself or the church good by, by taking any side on this. Absolutely. This is not ex cathedra in the least. In fact, it's damaging to the cathedra. It's damaging to his own Petrine office because he's obviously not able to speak with authority on matters like climate change or the economy. And if he's going to uh, make a fool of himself, for want of a better phrase, and talk about these issues and he's going to get the media and the public and his own Catholic constituency, at least the more conservative traditionalist Catholics laughing at him, uh, then when he does, if he does, speak on matters of faith and doctrine and morality, uh, people are not going to take him very seriously. I don't know how anybody can take him very seriously now. Um, I mean, uh, as a theologian maybe, but as someone who should be uh, running around the world, literally telling people how to run their governments and and thinking that he has the solutions, which, by the way, the ones that, that I see, uh, like the, the purpose of this conference, they will be correcting, quote, models of growth incapable of guaranteeing respect for the environment, openness to life, concern for the family, social equality, the dignity of workers, and the rights of uh, families. It sounds a lot like utopia, and it, it ain't going to happen. Well, 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 well it is, it is a social babble, and this is the kind of jargon that doesn't mean anything, really that has been pouring out, uh, you know, in, in 
like the Niagara Falls over the last four or five years of his pontificate. Uh, this was happening at the Amazon Synod. I was there in Rome. I was covering the Synod. And there was so much of jargon that means absolutely nothing coming out uh, on, on uh, ecological conversion and now it's economic conversion, and it means absolutely nothing. So how is this playing? I mean, I don't think it's going to play very well with the Catholics who were made aware of this uh, here, especially here in the United States, where uh, at least for now, fortunately, there are enough people who still think that capitalism has been kind of good to us. Um, how is this going to play with the cardinals and bishops here in the United States? Well, sadly, the cardinals and bishops in the United States, with very few exceptions, uh, are left-wing progressives. Oh, boy. And you can see that consistently in their anti-Trump rhetoric, in, the, uh, in, the, in their pro-immigration, unlimited immigration kind of uh, uh, the, the only thing that they are sort of sound on is their stance on abortion. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's the faithful lay Catholics in the United States who are sick and tired of Pope Francis. Uh, they've been saying this for a very long time. And uh, uh, the, the good news, of course, is that there is a very strong remnant within the Catholic Church and a resistance who are recognizing the left-wing drift of the hierarchy and are, are, are resisting it, going to traditional Catholicism, going back to the Latin Mass, for example, understanding uh, what the Bible and what good social uh, teaching of the Church over the, of the past couple of centuries really says. And and these Catholics, you know, thank God for these Catholics, particularly the American Catholics, are standing up to the nonsense that's that's pouring out from the Vatican. Well, you know, we've already had seen a Pope resign, and he's uh, there's been a lot of talk this week about the book that he is involved with. Uh, But the Pope, um, he he can't be unelected like Donald Trump. So um, and he's he could be around for several more years at least. Uh, is he going to, what's going to, uh, the Catholic Church, what's going to come to the Catholic Church if he stays in power for a long time? Well, this is what a lot of us are genuinely concerned about. But we do also believe that the Church is not a human, it's not a merely human institution. It was founded by Jesus on the rock, Peter. And uh, Jesus has promised that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. For me personally, there's a great deal of encouragement to be drawn, for example, from the third and fourth century heretical movement of Arianism, where almost 90% of the bishops capitulated to this heresy, but because of, uh, you know, uh, uh, bishops like St. Athanasius, who stood against this heresy, uh, the Catholic Church came back on the rails. So, so uh, there's, there's a lot of resistance out there that are faithful, highly educated Catholics, very articulate on YouTube, uh, blogging out there. There's church militant. There are a couple of uh, Catholic resistance media. Just ignore the Catholic establishment media, by the way. Be very careful of them because they are spokespersons for the Vatican. And uh, we are fighting, and we do believe that we are in very choppy waters, but we do believe that, uh, you, you know, we are, we are going to hold on and call the hierarchy to account consistently on this matter. And, and the Lord, in his own good time and in his own sovereign will, will protect and bring the church back to where he wants her to be. Well, Jules, uh, I'm out of time. I, I should tell people that uh, they should really check out this story at churchmilitant.com. If you're a Catholic, it should bother you. And uh, I'm, I think, Jules, you cleared some of it up for us, and I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you so much. It's a real pleasure being with you this evening, John. Thank you. And that's Jules Gomez, Rome correspondent for churchmilitant.com. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
President Trump is adding experience in constitutional law and the politics of impeachment to his legal defense team, bringing in retired law professor Alan Dershowitz and Ken Starr, the independent counsel who investigated President Bill Clinton. A gun rights group has filed an emergency appeal of a judge's ruling upholding a ban of firearms at a rally expected to draw thousands of gun activists to Virginia next week. Construction of new homes surged in December to the highest level in 13 years. The Commerce Department says builders started construction on 1.61 million homes at a seasonally adjusted annual rate. That's up 16.9% from the November pace of home building. On Wall Street, stocks adding to their latest record highs reached a day earlier. The Dow gained 50 points today. The Nasdaq was up 31. This is SRN News. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-4221. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. 1-800-458-4221. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-458-4221. one 458 4221. Larry Elder sees the president getting blamed again. Had the president not taken out Soleimani, how many people do you think he would have killed over a stretch of, I don't know, six months, a year, two years? There have been repercussions to taking out Soleimani, and one of them is that an Iranian missile apparently mistakenly took down a passenger plane that was a Ukrainian plane that had 63 Canadians on it. Oh my God, put that on Trump. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. The U.S. is projected to add 10 million jobs over the next five years. But will today's high school students be ready for the jobs of tomorrow? The future of our country is in high school, and politicians are deciding the future right now. Text FUTURE to 225568 to learn more from XQ. Message and data rates may apply. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The man, the yellow van. Service Master. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue, but yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Liquor Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, near Jam Solid on the outbound side. There's an accident on the outbound side, blocking the left lane at Edgewood Swissdale, tied up to Ford Avenue on out. Inbound, also heavy. Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, County Jail to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound Parkway West, looking busy. Banksville Road to Carnegie. And inbound, it is one long line of traffic, 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Cloudy tonight with a bit of snow, late low 23. Breezy tomorrow with snow and ice, accumulating according to an inch, then changing to rain, high 43. Tomorrow night, a touch of rain, otherwise overcast and breezy, low 23. Sunday, cloudy, breezy, and colder with flurries, high 24. Monday, cloudy, high 25. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, Pitt made uh, news earlier this week with an announcement about the Victory Heights Initiative. It's a plan for athletic facilities on campus that would include a 3,500-seat arena for gymnastics, volleyball, and wrestling, uh, which seems nice. But my first response was, when I heard all this, was why not a football stadium, which is something I've been saying for a while that they need on campus, in Oakland on campus. And when you suggest that, you can expect to be dismissed as a dreamer or maybe even a, a, a lunatic uh, and be told to shut up and show up at Heinz Field. We've had Tony DeFiori on the show before. He worked in city planning all his life, was involved uh, with the planning of four facilities in Philadelphia, uh, and he has a plan. Uh, he's been talking about it for a while, and Tony joins us now. Tony, thanks for being here. John, thanks for having me. So you've been calling for a stadium for a long time. I'm just wondering, what was your reaction when you heard about this uh, victory initiative? Well, John, it was truly sad to see an athletic director be excited about something when they think it's a big project and really it's small. My suggestion is let's build it all. Let's build for $350 million all the athletic uh, Olympic facilities and the new pit stadium. Let's interconnect everything on the hill and let's make pit the finest facilities in the country. Okay, so... Um, they how much did they how did they get the money for uh, this Victory Heights initiative? And well, actually, they don't have any money right now. In oh. fact, Chancellor Gallagher was pretty clear that they need to raise. She needs to raise this money, and unless she has the Petersons, I don't think she's going to be able to get this. The, the Petersons, now, as in purpose, the Peterson Event Center, exactly. Yeah. If thanks to Maureen Anderson's hard work. They were able to get the Petersons to donate that money and create that beautiful facility. And I don't think Heather has it. So why would they make that announcement and make it sound like it's about to happen if they didn't have, it hasn't been paid for yet? Well, the devil's in the details. As she was speaking, she led people to believe there was money being set aside by her new committee she set up, and there really isn't. She made it sound as if everything was going to be built right away, but unless the fundraising comes through, nothing's going to be done until about 2024. And my suggestion is that we build everything for $350 million by using something called a century bond that the University of Pennsylvania just recently used and raised $300 million. What Pitt can do is raise this money at 3% interest rate, which would cause the debt service to only be about $13.8 million a year. And the naming rights alone for every Olympic facility on campus and the new Pitt Stadium would be about $14 million a year. For example, we call it the UPMC Pitt Stadium, Mm -hmm. the UPMC Track and Field Arena. And that's the way we set up a revenue stream to pay off the century bond. And so, um, why is this a crazy idea? It's not. It's just that people don't know what they're doing. Unfortunately, Heather's never built anything, and unfortunately, that's the reason why she makes pronouncements because she doesn't have the backing. I challenged her to a debate about this. I asked her to show up when the master plan was being introduced in the athletic facilities to discuss the matter. I don't understand why she won't do it. And she can look like the greatest athletic director in the country if she builds everything on the hill. And you're not just a guy who's a Pitt grad. Uh, you're an alum, uh, class of 1987. Uh, uh, you're not just a guy, though. You're a guy who has actually been involved in exactly what you're trying to get Pitt to do, correct? I, I worked on four different projects in city council in Philadelphia, working for city councilmen, the Leah Corris Center, the Wells Fargo Center, the Lincoln Financial Field, 
and the Philly Citizens Bank Park. I know what it takes to make it. It really takes private money to make it, but I don't think that private money is going to be there for what she wants to do. I really think we're going to have to take the, the bonds out. And, and but let's be honest: if we raise the money, what are we going to raise money for a volleyball arena, or are we going to be able to raise money for a new pit stadium? Yeah, there might be a little bit more enthusiasm for football than volleyball, maybe. Absolutely. Um, and another thing, John, you don't have to, we don't have to tear down Trees Hall. We don't have to tear down Fitzgerald. Those are fine facilities. In fact, the gymnastics area in Trees Hall had, was recently renovated, and they're very happy with what they have. And the pool, the pool is still one of the greatest pools in the country. Now, I've had people tell me I'm crazy when I tell them that there is a plan, and I'm usually thinking of you when I and your plan when I tell them that. Uh, they said there's no room for it. Forget it. They don't have the. Pl- there's no place to put it. You're crazy. Shut up and go play at Heinz Field. So where does this stadium? And I've seen a nice, pretty picture of the stadium that you planned and that was sent out. Uh, I've seen the picture. So where would this stadium be uh, if you can give people a good idea in relation to where they play basketball now, for example? Now, did you see where yesterday uh, when the proposal was put up for Victory Victory Heights? There was a lacrosse field located on the OC lot Mm -hmm. with plenty of extra space. Now, a lacrosse field is the size of a football field. 100 yards. Right. She basically proved that it can fit. And my plan shows how the stands can be built around it and built over the cost center in Trees Hall, and it can fit right where I've said all along, and I would like to thank Heather for proving it. And what is your proposed uh, cost for this? $350 million. Okay. And you said for, that. I, but that's, I th- that's, that's for everything. That's for mm-hmm. all the new Olympic facilities on the green grass sites that there needs to be no demolition and very minimal excavation, plus the new pit stadium. Okay, so, and you say, Tony, that you have to get private money. So I, if I'm uh, up uh, at Pitt and I say, you know, this Tony, he has, a, he has a good idea. Let's do this. Let's get the money. Who do I start calling to get the money from? Private. Uh, and, be, and I know you mentioned the Petersons. Honestly, she needs to get the private money. I propose using a century bond. Okay. Using the debt service that Pitt, has, Pitt should have at least $3.5 billion in an endowment. They don't have to pay for this because the revenue stream from Pitt Stadium always will pay for this. In mm-hmm. fact, all the arenas in the country are built the same way. Yeah. Construction costs are paid for by naming rights. And she needs to find somebody like the Petersons to do this. And if she doesn't have that, she's not going to raise them. I'm sorry. She's very enthusiastic, but I don't think she's ever done this before. Well, so so you mentioned that before, but I thought that was just your plan that you presented. But you're saying right now that f- forget private money and do this century bond that University of Pennsylvania did. I saw, um, I, I looked up that story, in, saw that. Right. If somebody comes in and says, I, we'd like to donate that, I'm sure they'll contact the athletic department. Right now, I'm just a person with a plan. Mm-hmm. And if the enthusiasm is there, let somebody call in. Let somebody get involved with the university, and let's build it. Yeah, uh, and by the way, if, if you're uh, one of those people who tells me that I'm a dreamer and wants to tell Tony the same thing, uh, feel free to call him right now, uh, 844-302-1250. We don't take a lot of calls here, Tony, but if somebody's out there and thinks you're insane, I'm happy to have them call and tell you so. Um, well, they seem, to, they seem to get on the Facebook site that I set up for the new pitch stadium, and yeah. they kind of ripped me there. I was hoping they'd call in today. So we actually could discuss it. Well, eight four four three zero two twelve fifty. But we're discussing it, and um, so would the. Let's just say that um, they are able to somehow get the money and get this uh, the Victory Heights initiative and turn it into actual buildings up there on the campus. Once that is done, does that completely blow out your idea for a stadium? Because they're using no, up- because the actual fifth phase of this still has an empty site on the OC lot where this lacrosse field is. Okay. So even if they get get everything that they're talking about now, you still think you could plop a stadium in there where the lacrosse field is? Absolutely. By 2024. And and like I said before, John, this has to get done now. Within the next one or two years, this initiative has to start because it's going to become cost prohibitive as we move forward. Inflation is going to kill it. 
Now, do you talk to, uh, are there any, I mean, there's, there are a lot of pit football players, former pit football players, like Aaron Donald, for example, who's making, I think he just signed a contract for like $100 million. A lot of guys have made lots of money, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, are any of these guys, uh, do you ever talk to any of these guys, maybe without mentioning names, who would jump on this right away if they came up with a plan? I've been told that the alumni, the, the football alumni from the distant past, from the championship years, mm-hmm. that they've made fortunes and that they have always wanted to build a new pit stadium. Uh-huh. I just don't think they can work through the athletic director, and I truly hope that Chancellor Gallagher isn't blocking this either. Now, I understand he has he has considerations he must give to the academic community as well as the uh, sports community, but this doesn't have to be done in a negative way. This has, this has to be done together. I mean, when I say we're going to build a new pit stadium, it's not just going to be used for football. That new pit stadium, I truly believe, should be used as the international home for the Special Olympics. Now, I've spoken, I've, I've texted with Maureen Shriver on other matters in the past, mm-hmm. and, and I know that they would be more than happy to have that or become a part of that. And that would be an absolute great event possibility for the entire Pittsburgh region. But that's gonna that's in the future. I mean, right now we gotta get we have to get the whole done. And like I said, there really doesn't need to be much much excavation to build on the green spots that are already set up. Yeah, I always wondered. I always wondered why the peat was built the way it was with that open area to the to the left of it when you walk, or to the right of it when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Now I thought it was you know setback regulations, land use regulations that the city put in, but those can be waived. Now that's exactly where they want to put one of the facilities. I don't know if it's wrestling or gymnastics. Yeah. In fact, it's very vague where they want to build everything. When you look at the plan, it's not really clear. Uh, well, Tony, NFL teams aren't spending as much time in, in stadiums as they used to. Hard to believe that Heinz Field's coming up on 20 years old here soon. I know. Um, and how long are the Steelers going to stay there? I mean, you, if aside from your interest here in Pitt, you know how stadiums work these days. Um, how long do you think the, the Rooney family and the, the their, their partners are going to be happy with Heinz Field? That Hazelwood site is perfect for a brand new Steelers stadium. And when the Steelers build a new stadium, that stadium is going to be worth over a billion dollars. It'll be the Taj Mahal of the NFL. And where, where are you talking about now? Um, the Hazelwood site, where Amazon was thinking about setting up shop. Where's it's that? Directly, it's across the river from the practice facilities, and it's just at the bottom of South Oakland. Oh, okay, so you would actually turn in to go to Oakland on 376. Yeah. You right think, there, but that whole area. You, you think that's the next... That the next uh, Steeler football stadium is, is going to be there or should be there? Or I, would lo- I, I think it would be a great spot for it. I don't know for a fact. But if Pitt doesn't want to build a new Pitt stadium at the top of the hill, where they should, they should. Pitt will always be the tenant with the Steelers because the Steelers have always treated Pitt the right way. Mm-hmm. The Rooney family's done a great job. And, you know, thanks, thanks, thanks to them. Yeah. But Pitt needs a, a 40, 40 to forty five thousand seat stadium. There, uh, you got to you got to create some urgency for tickets. You got to you got to you have to create a need for people to buy tickets in advance. And it, ha- it worked with the Pirates. People laughed at me uh, twenty five years ago when I said the Pirates need a smaller stadium because you can't have people making a decision to go to see. The uh, the Miami uh, the the Florida Marlins on a Tuesday night and wait to see if it's raining. You, you're you know you got to have those people buy the tickets in January, and that's it has to PNC be the same Park thing. Is the, it's the best stadium for baseball in the country ever. Yeah. There's no doubt, really. I mean, it, it, Wrigley Field is built perfectly to watch a game, but PNC Park is a perfect field to go to a game. What about them for a football yourself. game? What about PNC Park now, for football? That wouldn't be a bad idea. If they, but but you're looking at the the problems that Oakland always has when they the, the A's start to play well, they're playing the football team. You know, the Raiders were yeah. there, and they're tearing up the field. But oh yeah. In today's day and age, they can lay down new grass, and before you know it, things are working. 
It's not like the old days when they played on dirt. Well, out in Phoenix, they wheel the field in on big rollers. Oh, that would be great to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really they do. They, 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 the field is stored somewhere else, and they just it's on gigantic wheels, and they bring it in, and they play football on it, and then they take it out. Uh, that's what I, I, I know. I remember seeing that when they built it. Hey, Tony, I'm out of time. Um, All right, buddy. Well, I thought, my, I thought there's the naysayers were going to call. I kind of invited them on the net. Yeah, and they were yelling and screaming on me last night. Well, but, uh, I guess they didn't show up. Anytime that you uh, think you have another idea, let me know because I, I'm all for this. And uh, I'm and again, you're not just some guy. You've you've done this, so I appreciate appreciate your uh, your input, man. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Tony DeFiori, and we will be right back. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Whether looking for a restaurant for dinner reservations or shopping for a major purchase, online reviews are a big part of the research consumers consider before making a decision. Unfortunately, many mattress review sites are paid by mattress companies to recommend their products, which makes it hard to trust the reviews. At the Original Mattress Factory, we do things differently. We value transparency and honesty, and we don't pay for reviews or mislead our customers. Read reviews from our actual customers at OriginalMattress.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready, and you're assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions are posted at TextRules.us. Texting rules for recurring automated marketing text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Tom from Kane 11 and I have one question for you. What size socks are you wearing right now? If you're like everyone else I've asked, you simply don't know. How could you? That's because until now, socks were made in one size fits all or just a couple of sizes to fit every size foot. But not at Kane 11. We make our socks in 11 individual sizes from 7 to 17. That's right, 7 to 17. Great looks and colors to fit everyone's lifestyle. From cotton to wool or anything in between, Kane 11's got the perfect sock for you. Better yarns, better quality, just a better sock. If you don't love them just like we do, send them back for a full refund. That's the Kane 11 promise. Once you wear a pair of Kane 11's, I guarantee you'll never go back to wearing socks in multi-size ranges again. Save 20% off your first order when you text SOCKS to 246810. That's text SOCKS. To 246810 so you can relax and fall into the land of Nod. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils all night long for a butte sleep naturally. Then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Clever, eh? And does it work? Well, in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep. 74% found it helped them stay asleep. You'll find Pronto now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep is the gift of sleep from Australia. From RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. 
Well, speaking of college football, um, this is a practice I think that should uh, come to an end, not just for college football teams, but for everybody. This uh, bringing teams into the White House, it's been overly politicized and it just isn't any fun anymore. But uh, maybe it is fun for the the, uh, players who get to go there. I actually went there to see Penn State uh, be honored by Ronald Reagan. I was in the White House and watched it all, and I, I was glad I got a chance to do that. But anyway... Uh, this is what LSU paid a visit today to the White House, and here's what Donald Trump said to them. Coach, if you'd like, we can take whoever wants to come to the Oval Office. We'll take pictures behind the Resolute Desk. It's been there a long time, a lot of presidents, some good, some not so good. <laughs> but you got a good one now, even though they're trying to impeach the son of a <laughs> Can you believe that? He just doesn't care, Donald Trump. Uh, he knows that the people who like him, are still going to like him after he said what he just said there, which we bleeped out. Um, and he's just not, he's just, he just doesn't play the game that everybody wants him to play. And so far it's worked for him. And I think he's going to, it's going to work for him again. He's going to be president for, uh, four more years, actually almost well, basically five more years. But that's, uh, that's, that's going to make the liberals heads explode, but that's okay. I saw, uh, before we go, one quick thing here. One of my favorite things this week, we have a jerk of the week, but we don't have a hero of the week, but it would be Senator Martha McSally of uh, Arizona. She was walking through somewhere over there in the in the Capitol building, and uh, Manu Raju, who's a uh, congressional correspondent for CNN, asked her a question about impeachment, and she said, Manu, I'm not talking to you. You're a liberal hack. And it just, speaking of heads exploding, everybody at CNN was just so scandalized and everything. David Marcus at The Federalist wrote about it, and he said, you know, maybe CNN should, uh, shouldn't should be taking shots like they do if they're not willing to take them in return. And he also talked about Alex, and they, they went on and on about what a rotten thing it was for McSally to say that to a member of the media. And meanwhile, they, he quotes uh, Alexandria Overrated Cortez said of Tucker Carlson, he's a white supremacist sympathizer. That's okay. You can say that stuff. Another good week. Uh, I'm glad you were here with us. Glad that Aaron uh, Byrne was here to produce. Another great job. And uh, as far as I know, I'm back here on Monday. We'll see you then. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.